Hey bitches, welcome back to another episode of Bitch, I've Got Things to Say, Love Stories with Sophia. I am your host on all things relationship, the pain, the good and the bad of dating. And on this episode, you guys, it's a very special episode because, listen, it's Valentine's, we're in love. Whether you have a partner or you don't have a partner, it's a good reason to be in love with life. Your best friend, your mom, your dad, your sisters, your siblings, your teacher for that matter. Um, It's all about feeling the love, loving yourself. And on this episode, I really want to share and take you in because I really have never shared my story on how I met my partner, you guys, how I met him and all of the good stuff. Let's get into it. All right, you guys, welcome back to another episode of (laughs) Bitch, I've Got Things to Say. And on this episode, seeing that we're very close to Valentine's, I thought to myself, hmm, should I give a positive episode? I mean, do we want trauma? Do we want to talk about love? Want to want to keep it positive? Do I talk about the love yourself kind of shit? Like, what kind of stuff do you want to talk about? And really, 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 all I want to talk about is how I met my Paul, you guys, how I met my partner. So I, to give you context, I, I, I am in a relationship and I think I've, I think I've never said it on, on my Instagram. And if I have, well, oopsie, um, but I really have not made it public just because I'm quite. I'm quite protective of that energy. I don't want to give too much. I don't want people to get in in my relationship. And obviously here I am <laughs> talking about it, <laughs> making a whole episode. But um, I said to myself, you know what? It's been three years that I've been with this man. Three fucking years. And I said, you know what? Our adventure and our story has been very particular. It's very... It's a very Netflix kind of series. Like if you think about like Emily living in Paris and, and, you know, her life, I feel like I embody that character very much. That's very not humble to say, um, but it's just that has been my life. It's, you know, I'm in marketing. I live in Paris. Merci, merci, au revoir. You know, I just I connect so much with that character and just the French Ah, Frenchmen. It's it's a delicacy. They're aphrodisiac. They're they're assholes. They're connards. They're bastards. But you know what? They are a treat. They are la crème de la crème, and they're like, ooh, yeah. So I I don't know why I rumbled all of that shit, but I really wanted to really take you not probably not into specifics, but definitely how I met my partner. And I thought, well, what a better way than to do it on a Valentine's kind of episode. And, and by no means I'm trying to like, oh, I'm like so cool. And I'm, I have a partner, not at all. But the point of this episode is because do men like good men do exist. And for a very long time, I thought, I always thought, oh, okay, he's good enough. Like I'm gonna settle. I'm gonna okay, he's 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 okay. He's he's a he's a six, right? I'm gonna settle. Because I always thought in my head, ugh, oh, time is running out. 
um, you know, might as well just get what I can. And for some reason, I feel like life and God had a better plan for me and had a better kind of like, bitch, relax. I feel like God has always been like, bitch, you run. Like, don't run. You should walk. Take your time. And I, I, listen, I'm 35. Well, I'm turning 35. And definitely it has been not a walk in the park. It has definitely been very challenging because I'm crazy. I'm fucked up. I have my traumas. So for me to find a stable relationship has been a milestone. All right. And if you've listened to my podcast, I have my fair shares of traumas. Just not the right dudes and and I thought you know what what a better way to really talk about my stable relationship with Paul um so yeah the whole point is to really just kind of like do men do ex- like good men do exist and no matter the traumas and no matter what you've been through what you're going through listen There's always someone out there. Um, If you work on yourself, if you do the work, if you put in the work and if you're focused on your life and you put in, you learn how to put boundaries, the right dude is going to come into your life or the dudette or whoever for that matter. And I really want to take you very quickly into my story with Paul. So I, Paul is everything I said I wouldn't want to date. <laughs> literally. He literally embodies, I don't want to say everything I don't like in a man, because um, he's probably listening to this and he'll be like, what did you say that? Um, but in terms of age. All right. So I am six years older than Paul older okay i'll be a grandma okay i feel hashtag a boomer every time i'm around paul paul is 28 okay so i'm six years senior than him mind you when we started dating he was a fresh he's still fresh he was 25 i was already in my 30s okay our standards and our I want to say our values of relationship, what we were looking for, were a little bit different. And, you know, we had a very gap of just what we wanted it. And obviously that kind of changed the dynamic very soon, but I'm going to tell you the story. So I met Paul back at work. Yeah, everything I said I would never do, I did it. So I met I met Paul at work and we were working at the same company at that time Long story short, he leaves the company. We became friends. So that was a really cool thing about Paul and I is that we really became friends before anything else. Um, He used to live in the South. He used to live in Montpellier and he's from Paris. So the dude would come to Paris very often because our offices are in Paris and, and in Montpellier. But he used to come because his family lives here. He's from Paris. So his friends, his life was literally in Paris. So he used to come. We used to hang out. We were really good friends. The mo- This is, I kid you not, the moment that the first time I saw him, I was like, oh, he's really cute. Like his, like Paul, I'm going to describe Paul. Paul's eyes are the most gorgeous eyes I've ever seen in my entire life. They change colors. They're not blue, they're not gray, 
they're not green. They're fucking teal. Okay. And they change. Sometimes they're gray teal. Sometimes they're bright teal. Sometimes they're shiny blue. Sometimes they're like fucking green. I don't listen. I don't know. Like the color palette of his eyes, the pantone in his eyes are incredible. Like my eyes are just brown, blank, brown. His eyes are like mesmerizing. He has gorgeous eyelashes. His eyebrows are to die for. I'm like, why? This is exactly what I want. His eyes are like bushy and just perfect. He has a lot of hair, you guys. And it's just like, oh, my hair is thinning. Like he has everything that I wish I had. Am I dating him for that? Hmm. Um, so that's Paul. He is quite tall. He's blonde. How's I like him? Um, very, you know what? Motherfucker. He, he, even his skin is so nice. He's an, he has an olivey tone kind of skin. And when he bronzes, you guys, he's a fucking Italian goddess, like God, like he's a, he's half Italian. He's half French. His mom is Italiana and his dad is a Francais. And, um, listen, the motherfucker is, has the best of both worlds. He's half French, half Italian. He speaks Italian. And I'm just like, oh, please, la mozzarella, la mozzarella. And um, that's Paul, literally. And um, he's tall. He has a great body. I mean, for me, he's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, anyways, the first time I saw him, I was like, oh, he's cute, but he's young, right? It was that thing. I was like, oh, but he's young. And he was really 25. And at that time, and I'm sorry, baby. But he was a little bit immature, right? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, is it something that I really want? Am I get myself involved in? I don't know. So I continue my dating life. I think I was dating at that time, whatever. We were really good friends. We became really good friends. And we, to the point that we really kind of shared a lot of things together. And, and what else? And then I think he left the company And that was already three months or four months in our friendship. And mind you, he was a kind of, Paul is, he's the biggest gentleman I've ever met in my life besides my brothers and my dad. And he is the kind of dude who will wait for me to go get my metro. Um, You know, he will come with me to grab food. Anyways, he was such a, he was really old school like courting me and and stuff like that so long story short um when he was he left the company I was like well what's gonna happen now it's like what the fuck are we gonna what what is this like what's gonna happen and and he says listen I like you but you know what's going on I I think he had other things in mind I'm not sure probably he has other prospects I'm not sure but long story short, he's like, listen, I'm coming to Paris. I'm moving back to Paris. Let's go on a date. And I was like, cool, like a proper date. For him, it was like, let's fuck. For me as well. We kind of go on the first date. I was like, all right, cool. I still felt vibes. I was like, mm, I don't know. Like I was really hesitant just because of the age gap. And I was like, do I really want to waste my time in this? Like, I don't know. And at that point, I was like, you know what? I just want to fuck. I just want to, I just want, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to have sex with this man. It's like, I am dying to have sex with this guy. And 
we go on a date obviously we fuck and everything and i remember i was like the first date the first night that we fuck he's like do you want to be exclusive and i was like what and and i was like for some reason i'm like yeah sure like let's be exclusive but i thought still in my head i was like i'm not sure about this dude it's like yeah he's cute he's everything but um we'll see what happens we start dating and you know all goes well obviously we have our differences culturally um traditionally um everything you know everything is very different and we kind of continue our date and like dating and stuff like that and the more and more I hanged out with Paul was the more I kind of got into him and the more I realized that he had the same values as me in terms of family. He's a very family-oriented person. Um, he's very connected with his family. I admire and I love his relationship with his brother. I think they have an incredible synergy between them. It's insane. It's like you're seeing the same person. And just the connection that he has with his mom, dad, everyone, um, I just found that incredibly cool and I thought, oh, wait a minute, I he's a family guy and he's very family oriented and and the one thing that I really admire about Paul, he's he's all about community. He's he's all about sharing, he's all about, you know, no competition, he's all about creating the tribe, sharing with the tribe, giving to the community. And I'm the opposite. I am very individualist compared to Paul. I you know, I'm very much I mean, I I share, but not to the length of Paul. Paul is, it's all about sharing. It's all about sharing information. It's all about helping. And it's all about the environment, something that I really am not good at, to be really honest. And there were traits that I really admire, and I still do. And there were things I was like, wait a minute, I kind of like this, that he, that he is, you know, that he really appreciates that. And... And our relationship continued. He would, you know, invite me to his family, you know, met his family. The relationship was quite serious. It began to be, it became really serious. And we discussed really serious things. And I thought, mm, I don't know, like he's really young. And to be really honest, I always battled in my head of he's so young. I think he, like, I was in a position, if you've ever dated anyone younger, um, or if you dated anyone older, there's always that thing of, well, I want him to experience uh, he or she as much as they can, right? Because I was at a point of, I am 30 something years old. I think I was 30, 32, 32 years old. And I was like, well, I kind of already did a lot of things that I did in my twenties. I already made errors. I, I just did a lot of shit, right? And I felt like he hadn't. And I felt like like he was missing out before um, us being really together. And I always battled with that in my head of like, should I, you know, I don't want to be selfish and keep him here for, you know, for the rest of his life. You know, I just don't want to, I don't want him to look back and think, oh my God, I missed out. And those were the things that I kind of battled for in my head. And I'm sure he did the same thing. He battled 
a lot of what am I missing out? And that's one of the Paul's biggest fear. And I think with men in general is his freedom, right? Paul and I think men in general and just... I think the human human in nature, we're scared of losing our freedom, losing our identity and being held in a cage where this is for the rest of my life. Will this like will this look like this for the rest of my life? And I think we battled. Well, he battled quite back and forth and he was very young. And 10 months later, we break up. Um, I think he kind of like explodes because you know, he realizes like, shit, like Sophia is a real thing. You know, it's like, I don't want to waste her time. I still want to live my life. I still want to, you know, experience shit. And, and we break up. Thankfully, it was one of the nicest, most amicable, most loving, most just so nice, the breakup. It was painful, obviously, but we kind of understood that I wanted it something different and he wanted it to explore more. He wanted it to, you know, have sexual, different sexual partners. He wanted to experiment with polyamory. Um, I was into monogamy um, and which is another whole completely different subject. And I was like, all right, well, we don't have the same views right now of what we want. And I think it's best that we part ways as lovers. And it was such a nice and amicable relate breakup that, you know, at that time he had kind of he had stuff at my house. We were not living together because he not we never officially lived together, but he had shit at my house. And it was so amicably that he left pretty much everything. He's like, keep it there until I found a place. And we were like, all right, cool. And his shit and his stuff was still in my house for like the past like six months after and we kept seeing each other we kept talking but it was just it was painful it was amazing you know it was like it was painful overall I think for both of us that six months after I kind of put I set my foot down and I'm like you know what I'm gonna date like we're on different paths of life right now and that's okay. That's pretty much okay. And and I start really dating seriously um, someone else, which you sh- I made a whole ep- I th- I made two episodes about this dude um, um, that I went to Bali with, and um, for the second time, and I start really you know really liking the dude, and I said to myself, you know what? not bad not bad he's a good prospect let me let me go out with him and that's kind of where I cut all of the ties and all of my contact with Paul um and I'm like you know what I need to set my foot down I kind of need to find my way and we lose all communication with Paul we really start dating this guy seriously and Everything goes well, but there was one huge problem. I still had Paul in my head. No matter what I did, no matter how many guys I dated, no matter how good the guy was on paper, I still had Paul in my head. And it was crazy because it's like the guy was so good and I was like kind of fighting 
my my everything my being for this dude and I ended up cheating the guy that I was dating for with Paul and I made a whole an episode of that if you want to listen to it and it was one of those things that you're like I've never cheated but I I just feel I felt really conflicted I was like oh like I cheated like you know like what is wrong it at this point it had been I think sincerely like 10 months that we had broken up with Paul and never in my life had this ever happened I have never in my fucking life been so drawn to someone and have I mean I was sad for other breakups I used to think about them but I knew they were not good for me if that makes sense and I always thought like they were not even good to me does that make sense and with Paul, it was the opposite. I was like, oh my gosh, he treats me so well. Um, there were so many other things that I was like, he's so caring. He's just so, he's affectionate. He He's a really good partner. He's Paul is a really, really good partner. And I'm like, obviously he's not perfect. Um, but overall, he's a he's a good and decent human being. And I think from all of my partners, he has been the one person that has really loved me for who I am and for what I bring to the table and is the only partner that has really appreciated what I bring to the table as Sophia. And while other partners, they have loved me for who they wanted me to be, for who they they only wanted it me to be their security blanket. They only wanted me to have a good time. But with Paul, it felt different. It felt like it was not an admiration, but I think there was more of, oh, you're cool and I, and I appreciate what you, like all of your, all of you, what you have to offer. And, and it's something that I really felt, it felt really nice and it felt really comfortable having that, someone, you know, that would, that values who, for who you are. And long story short, gosh, I'm rambling um it was my birthday last year and literally I was having such a rough time I had broken up with a Bali dude and I was like okay I'm gonna be single for the rest of my life I don't want to date anyone until I really get Paul out of my head and I'm able to just be fair with anyone I date again and by this point it had been a year a year that we had broken up with Paul you guys a fucking year and no contact with Paul at least it was like I think five or six months at this point and it was my birthday on August 31st and guess who sends me a message on LinkedIn ping 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 that is Paul obviously the good old happy birthday message always works and um he sends me a text message and he's like hey happy birthday and the rest is history we obviously back and forth back and forth um text messages and then a week after a week fucking after that message we had gotten back together and it was such a no-brainer decision if that makes sense we met up we spoke of Honestly, we had to do a lot of, um, a lot of, there was a lot of conversation back and forth. 
Um, we both knew that we wanted to get together, but we both knew that it had to be on new terms. It had to be on on not agreements, but it had to be, yeah, it had to be on agreement that we were both happy with and that the choices that we were going to make from now on, like forward, were choices that we're going to make the other person happy and choices that we both felt comfortable with. And that's what we did. We went through a lot of discussions, a very uncomfortable discussions. And and we got together. It was such a no-brainer. And I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm listening. And I gave him my boundaries and I gave him my my agreements that I felt were deal breakers. And like I said, the rest is history. And now we're back together. We've been together for over... Oh, Jesus. No, wait, five months? Agosto, septiembre, octubre, noviembre, diciembre, enero. Yeah, six months, you guys. We've been together for six months. And listen to this. In those six months, we he has... No, actually, officially, we have moved in together. Um, it's been around a week and a half, maybe, that we've been living together. I mean, listen, I feel like we've always lived together since day one. But um, officially, and he said it the other day, he's like, baby... I'm leaving my passport. That means that I'm officially living here. So officially, his passport, ladies and gentlemen, is in my house, our house. Um, and he lives like we live together. We live together. Yay. And um, hashtag yay. And yeah, we live together. And that has been quite a journey as well. Um, seeing just... <laughs> I mean, the good thing is that we both knew what we were getting ourselves into in, in terms of personality. Um, but it has been an adventure that I am quite happily discovering and I'm quite intrigued and I'm quite just fulfilled. And I'm so honored to be sharing my life with someone like Paul. And I'm so happy. I'm, I think I with Paul, I'm happy every day. And it's so crazy. I wake up so happy. I wake up, I think so. I think, honestly, there even there are days where I want to kill him because he leaves all of his shit everywhere. Ladies, do you can you relate? He leaves shit everywhere. All right. And but just the thought of I wake up and there are moments in the day where I'm just like, oh, like the things that he does for me, he cooks for me, he not only that, but just like small gestures, tokens of appreciation. It, for me, it really goes a long way um, in our relationship. So I don't know. That's definitely Paul. And I really, and funny enough today, and I know I'm sure he's listening to this. He really is someone that, because he asked me today, he's like, oh, do you, how do you feel about living us together? And I was like, yeah, ça va. And I think he got his, I think he got his, his feelings hurt because he was like, really? Just Sava? It's like, wow. Like, I thought, you know, we were more than just Sava. And, and, um, yeah, I think I did a whole fucking episode. So, yeah, Paul, fuck you. More than Sava. Um, I definitely, I feel incredibly lucky. I don't, I, I can't find other words. I'm really bad at expressing myself, but I feel like I have really, I'm really lucky to be sharing the space, um, life with him. 
he's made my life so much richer in so many different ways and definitely it's someone that I look forward to and continuing sharing adventures I think it's mostly that it's adventures it's like we have gone through different kinds of adventures along the way um um today when this episode airs we you know it's our third valentine's day so it's a third time celebrating valentine's and um it just feels to be really honest whether we're together or not it just feels honestly like we've gone through ups and downs as a couple and it just feels like all right all right all right all right all right um Anyways, and I do want to give a little shout out to my Paul because this podcast would not be possible without his support. It's thanks to him. You guys, he's the first one to listen to my podcast. He's the first one to give me feedback. Um, He believed on this project so much that he financed my podcast. He got me a podcast microphone. Um... It's just he believes wholeheartedly on this project with me and it's with I he's has been just so patient and so loving throughout the way that it's just crazy. Anyways, um, I'm going to stop rambling about Paul because it's been too much, Paul. He would want me to give the moral of the story. He's like, Sophia, always share the moral of the story like what is the moral of the story and i always say to him dude i got fucked over like what is there more to say do we need a moral of the story but i paul is the kind of guy that he wants the story but he wants to also kind of what's the moral of the story how can we be better as human beings and i think the moral of this story is that men really good men do exist and i really thought for a very long time that i I genuinely thought that I was like, I'll never meet someone that's going to make me happy. Like I always like I'm fine. I'll take what I can have. I always have that reflection of if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, I'll just I'll stick to mediocre. And being with Paul has taught me that mediocre is not enough and you should not settle for a mediocre. I think that you should settle for someone that is obsessed with you, someone that values you, someone that appreciates you. And and I think everyone deserves a Paul in their lives. I know for a fact that I am incredibly appreciated in this relationship. I am incredibly loved and I'm I am beyond cherished loved taken care of um and and obviously I'm not saying my relationship is perfect because it is far from perfect but what I want to say to anyone out there listening that is going through a hardship you know a breakup or you know going through a phase of I'm not gonna meet the person or my person I do really think that there is someone out there for everyone and it's just about timing and it's just about and it's just about being ready and i think when i say being ready is about doing the work internally i think that it's funny enough because paul has done so much work internally while we were not together he worked on himself so much and 
you could see the improvement of how he wanted to be better himself and and really work on himself to be a better version of himself in order to be in this relationship. And I did the same thing. But again, I think not in that year, but previously, I have done so much work. I've been to therapy. I've listened to podcasts. I've really taken also responsibility of taking accountability of my actions in previous relationships. I've worked on... I've worked on creating boundaries, y'all. Like I've really worked on just creating a lot of boundaries and not letting people and men fuck me over. And until you don't do all that work, I think you'll always have the wrong person. And until you do the work and until you put boundaries and you work on yourself, the people, the right people will come along and the people that are meant to be for you will stay. And funny enough, it's um, Paul and I have worked so much in ourselves and needless to say that progress is still in development. And I think, you know, he's still working on himself. I'm still working on on myself on different levels, on different on different ways. And that's exactly the moral of the story is if you do the work, if you pay attention to your patterns that could you know, that are toxic, um, definitely is gonna not going to get you with the right person. And I think that if we keep having this narrative, because I used to have this narrative of, oh, it's fine, I'll just keep the mediocre, it's fine, like, I'm going to be single for the rest of my life, who gives a shit. But deep down, I really wanted it to be with someone. And until I understood that that I also needed to put the work in, that's when changes started to happen. And that's, I think that's my advice for anyone that's going through heartbreak and hardship is do the work, put boundaries, because really good people, and I'm not just saying men, it could be anyone, do good partners. How about that? Good partners do exist. And it's all about choosing wisely. And it's all about really putting your values and your your values and what it is important for you at the core at the center of of it all thank you so much for staying until the end of this episode and for listening and supporting my podcast bitch i've got things to say um follow me on instagram podcast with sophie with an f and dm me tell me your story tell me your fuck-ups tell me your current fuck-up i'm happy to help and i'm happy to read your stories and leave me a comment here um until next episode see you then bitches